Good day, brothers and sisters, and welcome to another edition of Centurion Faith, the podcast that helps the believer, the disciple of Jesus Christ, to seek the kind of faith that makes him marvel. Hebrews 11.6, which you guys are, I know, probably all too familiar with already, but I uh, love to uh, to uh, quote on this podcast, uh, Hebrews 11.6, God says, Without faith, it's impossible to please him because anyone that comes to him must not only believe that he exists, but that he's a rewarder, a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. God is not hard to find. What's hard to find are people that are seeking him. But if you seek him, you'll find him. Everyone who seeks finds. When you ask God, when you pray, He answers, when you seek him, you'll find him. And when you knock at his door, you'll find that he's already on the other side, waiting. It's amazing. Nobody really wants to seek after God today. So if you're listening to this podcast, you're you're in rarefied air. And I believe that um, the Lord is using you and me and anyone who would want to be a disciple and walk after Jesus, take up his cross die daily to himself, connect with God, and then connect others to God. If you're listening to this podcast, I really believe you're you're somebody who's seeking the Lord. I'm just saying that by faith because in and of ourselves, the natural man, the, the flesh, does not want to seek after God. It's actually the enemy of God, this world, the flesh, the devil, all the enemies of God working against us to connect with God so easy just to get caught up in the ways of this world but the ways of god are there for us to embrace to learn and to walk in i really believe that and i have a message today i wanted to share with you it's called his works versus his ways his works versus his ways and just a couple key scriptures i'm not going to go uh too deep into the scriptures as far as like uh as far as um what's the uh quantity but i'm gonna go quality and just dig down on a couple scriptures psalm 103 7 psalm 103 7 says this this is a hidden gem i found in this beautiful psalm one of my favorites i call psalm 103 by the way god's benefits package there are benefits to being a believer to being a disciple of jesus christ to being united with God in spirit. And they're listed in Psalm 103. Praise the Lord, O my soul. Praise the Lord with all that's in me. Praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. So there it is right there. This is the the NIV, by the way, I'm reading out of. And here are the benefits, just some of them. He forgives you all your sins and heals all your disease. That's in one line. Forgiveness of sins and the healing of the body and mind uh, are interconnected. I'm not going to talk, preach on that today, but just give that some thought. He redeems you. He redeems your life from the pit of despair. He crowns you with love and compassion, which is the mind of Christ, I believe. He satisfies your mouth with good things, and he renews your youth like that of the eagle. Wow. Wow. The Lord loves to work righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. Boy, we need a lot of righteousness and good judgment, justice 
for all the evil that we see going on in this world. And God will provide that. And he is going to provide that. We have not seen the last of God. Matter of fact, we're just starting to see what he's going to do on this earth. It's amazing. But anyway, the the verse that, those are the first six lines of Psalm 103. But the one I want to key on today is actually line seven. And it says this, he made known his ways to Moses, his works to the people of Israel. He made known his ways to Moses, another translation, his deeds to the people of Israel. It's kind of hidden and embedded in this scripture because it goes on to talk about other things, other benefits, but that, that line seven, and seven is a number of divine perfection, is just embedded in this psalm and it really goes in line with Hebrews 3.10. And it's, it's actually almost the same scripture. It talks about knowing God in a personal level and knowing what he's like, knowing his ways. And he talks about the people of Israel in, in Hebrews 3.10. And it says, uh, and this is actually, I'll start in 7. This is a warning against unbelief. So as the Holy Spirit says today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. As, as you did in the rebellion. And he's talking about the children of Israel when they went around the desert for 40 years. What should have been an 11-day walk to the promised land took them 40 years and they went around and around the mountain like they were lost because they were. And God tested them and tried them in the wilderness. And he says, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion during the time of testing in the desert or wilderness where your fathers tested and tried me and for 40 years they saw what I did, what I did. That is why I was angry with this generation and I said their hearts are always going astray and they have not known my ways. They have not known my ways. Think about this for a second. I'm gonna slow down. Knowing God's works is far different from knowing his ways. Knowing why he does things, goes to his character, his nature, what he is like. We are created in his image. So when we find out what he's like, we see what we're like. When we pray and ask God, what's on your heart? What's on your heart, God? Instead of telling him what we want to see him do, his works, we're saying, we want to know your ways. What are you like? When we pray for a person, what's on your heart for this person? What's on your heart, Lord, in this situation I'm struggling with with my finances? What's on your heart, Lord? What are you like? What would you like to do in my life or the life of that family member I'm praying for or that friend? Lord, what, what do you want to do? Let me hitch my... My, my train to your wagon or whatever that is. Let me, let me link up with you. Let me tuck in behind you and draft behind you. What, do you. what is your heart for this situation? Amazing to know that God wants us to know him personally. We say that. We say he's not into religion, and that's true. Jesus hated religion. He hated the Pharisees. He called them of the devil. He said, you're of your father, the devil. These are the religious leaders of his time. What would Jesus say to the religious leaders of our day? Many of the religious leaders 
are connected with God. They want to know God. They want to do his will. They want to know what he's like in his ways. So only God knows the heart. 1 Samuel 16, 7 says, man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. And God measures us by our heart. And so I'm so glad I'm not in management. I don't, I'm not the judge. I don't get to be judge. We don't get to be the judge. Judge not, least you be judged. There is a judge. He will judge us all in righteousness according to the works of Christ. And we will all stand before the judgment seat of Christ to give an account for the things that we've done in the body. But you won't have to give an account for me. I won't have to give an account for you or those people close to me. I'll have to give an account for myself. Philippians 2.12 says, Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you to will and to do his good pleasure. Another translation says, For it is God who gives you the desire and the ability to do what pleases him. Through the Holy Spirit, he gives us the desires of his heart. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him. What does he want to do? What is he like? It's amazing, you know, when Jesus says, one of the toughest verses in the Bible is where he says in Matthew 7, 23, somebody's before him in the judgment, and they say, Lord, we did all these works. You know, we cast out devils, we healed the sick. All these things are good things. They're things Jesus did and he tells us to do. And and he lit, this man is listing all of his works. But Jesus says, get away from me. I never knew you. I never knew you. Get away from me. You wicked person, I never knew you. This person knew and listed the works of God that he was certainly doing. Obviously, if people were getting healed, delivered, set free, God was doing it. But the person who was who was holding that up as the standard, the works themselves, was told to get away from the presence of God. That's a scary verse. But it goes to, again, God wanting us to know his ways ahead of the works. If we know what God's like, we know how to get in line with what he's doing in this earth. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth, just as it's being done in heaven. I didn't see this till recently. I'm so glad that God showed this to me. Again, I'll go back, you know, Moses, the leader of all the people of Israel, the million plus whatever it was children of Israel wandering around the desert for 40 years what a picture trying to bring these people into the promised land delivered them out of the bondage of this world out of Egypt which is a picture of this world trying to deliver them bring them into the glorious freedom of Christ the promised land he is the promised land a place of rest a place of provision a place of plenty Grapes that were so big, they had to be carried on a big pole. I mean, these grapes were like the size of a basketball. That's how I picture it. That's amazing. I would like to have one of those grapes in heaven. Ah, the fruit of the Spirit. Um, Anyway, you know, it says that, that Moses talked to the Lord like a man talks to his friend face to face. And so he was the representative. He was the ambassador, you know, for God at that time. And today we are kingdom ambassadors. And we're imploring people as ambassadors, it says in 2 Corinthians, I think it's 5, 18 through 20, that we are as ambassadors imploring or begging people to be reconciled to God 
so they could come to know God personally for themselves. That's my heart's desire because that's the Lord's desire that none would perish, but that all would come to him in repentance and come to know him. For Jesus said in John 17, three, when he prayed over all the disciples and prayed over us too in John 17, read that whole prayer before he went to the cross, he prayed for all, all of us. And he said, this is eternal life in John 17, three, this father, this is eternal life that they would know you, the one true God, the father, and Jesus Christ, whom you've sent. We can come to know the Father today through our union with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit reveals Christ in us, to us, around us, through us. He's everywhere, he's omnipresent, he's omnipotent, he's all powerful, he's all loving. And we can know him, we can see signs and wonders every day. I see things now where I see God's signs everywhere in numbers, all over the place. I see him in nature. I see him in other people, probably more so than anywhere else. I love to tell people, I see Christ in you. I see God's goodness in you and his mercy. I see God's provision in you. It's amazing where we're going. We're coming out of hell, three and a half, almost three and a half years of hell, a little bit of hell we've been catching on this earth since COVID. And now we're coming into a place the next three and a half years where as this world crumbles around us, those of us who know Christ are gonna shine like stars. We're gonna be the salt that preserves the decay, salt and light in this world. That's what I call you to today. I want you to know the sum of all this, the sum of this message is God is good. God is love and he's loving. God is truth. And he longs to lead us into all truth. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. The Holy Spirit is here today, John 16. I think it's 16, 13. The Holy Spirit is revealing all truth to us about what's going on in this world, about what's going on in our lives. He is the truth and he, he will reveal all truth to us and he'll show us things that are to come. Brothers and sisters, I implore you today to know his ways, to walk in his spirit. And when you know his ways, think about the ways GPS. You have the GPS app, Waze, W-A-Z-E. When you know his ways, you know his word and you know his spirit. You're familiar with his voice. He'll lead you like a GPS. He'll guide you with that gentle voice of the Holy Spirit whispering in your ear, go this way, invest in this, pray this, and he'll pray through you, he'll work through you in ways that you could not imagine. What he has in store for you, listener, he who has ears, hear what I'm saying, hear what the Spirit of the Lord says, he has something in store for you personally that you could have never imagined he will do, Ephesians 3, 20, he will do in your life exceedingly, abundantly more than you could ever ask or imagine according to the power of faith, according to the power of his spirit that works in you. Go today, brothers. Share this message with someone else. Please share it. Get the word out. 
These aren't my words. This is the word of God that I'm sharing with you. And have a blessed day. Be salty.